happy to be able to have the opportunity to speak to you and know more about uh, the Vietnam space and also about how you see the uh, Vietnam market developing. Uh, just a bit of a background. So we are a provider of uh, e-commerce tools to brands uh, that are selling uh, on their own websites. Uh, we help them to automate their workflows. Uh, oh. So that's what we do. Um, and as part of our uh, community, uh, we have like um, brands in over 80 countries using us now. Uh, some in Vietnam also. Okay. And, uh, we have like a, like a, a small community that has developed around a product where we share about uh, how to like improve your profit margins in e-commerce. So this um, conversations that these conversations that we are having are in, in to share more from people who are seeing uh, how this market is developing and potentially help these people. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. so just to start, uh, it would be great if you could uh, introduce yourself and uh, share more what you've been doing in e-commerce. Okay, okay. <laughs> so hello everyone, my name is Ngân and uh, right now I'm working at uh, Anchanto. We are the, um, our headquarters in Singapore and um, we are a SaaS company, so software as a service. And uh, I'm in charge of um, business development for Anchanto. Uh, I'm I'm here over over two years, and uh, with my background, I have experience uh, to have the uh, organization, especially uh, SMB and enterprise in Vietnam, to um, digitalize their uh, business workflow. Yeah, that's 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 what I do. Uh, a little bit about myself, I have a uh, total nine years in uh, software development and stuff with. Uh, um, e-commerce. Uh, um, I have them to building the website for the for the e-commerce and uh, mobile application or um, everything like uh, the the system. If they need to have them to run the 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 business, especially e-commerce better. Yeah. So that's what I I, I do so far. Great, great. Uh, so just to kind of. So you've been working for over nine years, and then so you must have seen a lot of things that have worked and what have not worked. Mm, so, right. uh, what are the three most common things that you see that have not worked? Uh, or, yeah, digitization slash e-commerce. Yeah, it, it is quite a, a big topic. So, um, as you you may know from my background, I have more experience on the the business and the sales and marketing side so uh let me uh focus on on that a little bit uh, i will share i will start with the um, the situation in in vietnam that you may know that uh it changed a lot uh, a lot of changing after the 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 covid 19 the dynamic so uh i i found uh, during um my time with Anchento and uh, my working experience, I found some common mistakes that uh, about the the business uh, during the the time I consult to the the company. 
uh, especially in the e-commerce and operation. So that is um, we we as a consultant we 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 not understanding the their uh, their needs. I mean the customer need. Yeah. So uh, why why I saying that uh, as you may know uh, a business uh, as a business developer I present for a SaaS company and I I need to come to see the the business owner the um, execution um, people like the marketing the head of uh, operation head of logistics head of supply chain and. I learned that you better don't give your solution straight away until you you were able to identify the the custom customer needs and their pain points. Yeah, if if you just jump to the solution, you may miss uh, a lot of um, understanding about the concept of the business. Yeah, it it that like something uh, I answer your your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to like kind of summarize for our audience, I think uh, uh, when we are trying to look for a digitization solution and we are talking to some software provider or like a solution provider, mm -hmm. the important for them is to see if the other side is trying to understand their pain points first before offering a solution. Yes. Uh, because then they are more likely to be successful with the solution. Correct. Correct. Address the pain points, and you need to highlight what is really important to them, and what is the motivation for them to doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like before, you 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 said that okay, I have this solution, I have this uh, software, I have this product, blah blah blah, to to fix on your problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's quite um quite early stay for for vietnam market where where i come from so i'm i'm not really sure about, about your market but in vietnam it's quite early stage and we we do need to spend more time to um to sharing to educate the the market yeah that's a point yeah cool okay yeah so um i come up with uh the second um mistake that myself also um I, I have that mistake before in the past so um and you know you know that Anchanto we are a startup uh, back to 12 years back in singapore but uh, we are also new in vietnam markets that only two years old so um when i i i, I joined with Anchanto, we we not having a clear like positioning about our value of the solution and uh and that led to the mistake that i always had it with the people compare our solution with other competitors solution but that, that not not really fit 100 percent yeah so um, after two years that i i i think i need to uh have the clear and concise message during my bit about my company and about our value. So this help my customer understand the, how our solution can help them to, to solve the problems and um, as well as understand more about the e-commerce landscape is quite complex until now. And their expectation on the e-commerce achievement 
then I can avoid all of unnecessary comparison um, with other people. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have something like that while you, you do in the um, consultant? So actually we, we work with the, like, so we, we are a SaaS product, but we don't uh, really, so we are like self-serve. So we don't really uh, 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 like kind of do like a lot of sales. But I think what, what is important to understand is how people are using the product. Uh, what are the common pain points that we see? Uh, we observe a lot of, we actually track more than a million stores online stores uh, and uh, we see what is happening what they are doing what what are the new trends that are coming and we try to see which industry it fits really well so mm -hmm. we, but yes we do have a lot of customers who come and ask us a lot of questions and mm -hmm. uh, we try to that's why we publish a lot of content uh, trying to explain to them what what is helpful what is not helpful yeah that's, that's really important uh, i think you got the, the idea that we need to know who is our customer and the target audience so uh they come up with uh with Uncentral from where i come from we have uh, five uh, industry types and the the company and I, I mean that the segment we we target on but uh as a software software as a service Beside the, the system and the technology, we also uh, offer them the service to have them um, enable the, the system during the, the, the time they're using uh, and have the subscription with us. Yeah, that's why um, I think that the, I call that the after-sales service is quite important for us, uh, for the current, current um like they, they will try to sign off another contract with us after the annual subscription, then we need to solve them better. And that's also come with the, the way we do uh, in the, um, the system. We always upgrade like every every water, every year we have the, the, the upgrade. Yeah. Great, great, great. Okay. So. Yes. So it, I also saw that you also um, publish mm -hmm. content in a newsletter on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's just, a, yeah. So, so, so what is your motivation for that? I, it's all about like um, sharing, <laughs> you know. I, 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 I learned that I, I don't know what I don't know. So during the, the, the way I, I write out some article some message uh, to my target audience they will take me back something <laughs> so uh, i think that's another way to to talk with my um my, my friends my people out there who who interest in e-commerce who interest in the logistic and operation and also they will in, in the inside they will give me some insight uh, from the, the industries. That's why I try to active on a variety some content, value content to the, um, the audience. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's not that easy. Sometimes I um, I also busy with the stuff. Yeah, I try, do, I try to do it more frequently. Great, great, great. Yeah, okay. And uh, okay, and, and to answer your, your questions, I, I should have only one point left. So um, as a 
business developer, as a salesperson, uh, and for the salespeople out there, uh, when you during the um, the deals, uh, you need to like have a, a timely timely manner to follow up and try to do not give up too early. So why I'm saying that, um, you know, like my customers share with me that for a day, they have a lot of calls, they have a lot of messages, they have a lot of email to somebody offer them something, right? So then they have a lot of uh, chance during the, the process. Uh, therefore, like I, I suggest you need to manage the um, um, really tight and slow follow-up uh, to keep them engaged and buy in, in the concept and trust you as a solution level. You know what I mean, right? Then that, that just require a lot of uh, web repair, resale process and effective communication skill and answer the question and and building trust that that have you if, if they don't buy from you for now at this moment they can come back later so it is quite funny that in Ancental uh, a lot of the, the the company they will come back after one year or two years yeah okay okay, okay. thank you yeah. yeah so uh regarding uh mm. So there is this whole thing in e-commerce where people want to build brands like D2C brands. Uh, so is there any myth that you think is mm. like people are doing it all wrong and you would like to like kind of point it out? Mm, that's a good question. Quite interesting. Um, for me, uh, you know, like uh, I also do, let's say, the, the the working I'm I'm working on social media it's also building my own personal brand but as a as a company as a B two B two C and B two B company amid uh, a brow brand building is basically for e commerce business uh, I, I I I saw that uh, they think that if you offering a good perfect perfect product good service that will guarantee your company success. This is not really true. Yeah, right now I I, I not think that uh, that's a, a, a mindset from the the business owner, from the distributor and manufacturer. I when I consult with them, I, I saw that. Um, you know, like without a brand and the story about your brand, your product is in what I call that irrelevant and out of mind. If, if they don't remember about your product, they don't remember about story, then you, you cannot beat your competitor. It, the, the, the brand is uh, the comprise of the emotions and the storytelling behind the product. So that will have you stand out from the competitor and you will have your, your own character. Yeah, so I, I think this is a myth. We, we 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 don't believe that okay we just have good product that enough no yeah that's, so, that's what i think yeah just to kind of uh summarize what you just said uh that just so having uh having a good product is important mm -hmm. uh, is like the necessary condition but mm -hmm. that does not guarantee that you will become a big brand 
yes. to be able to get like like have recall value in the eyes of customers you need to have a good brand story you need to have the why behind why your brand exists yeah and you yeah. should be able to tell it well true true and that, and that is absolutely right right we've seen this happening time and time again yeah it's true and uh, another one uh, the the myth about the brand building uh, for e-commerce especially for b2c uh, business owner that they they made to focus on on one channel <laughs> i don't know how to explain but uh, like if if you focus like let's say uh, my customer they selling really well on facebook then there's a focus on facebook that is another myth you need to avoid of like if you if your brands can present uh, in the monthly channels as we have a lot for to ride the traffic and also support each other like if i have a good tiktok channel to review about the product and then uh, you can come to find me on facebook that is what happening in the mm. for now then mm. if i say if if user focus on one channel and you you depend on the 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 rules of the shopee or you depends on lazada it's it's also not good for your business mm -hmm. yeah. cool so essentially what you're saying is that we need to not get stuck to one distribution yeah. channel uh, you should diversify because there could be many changes circumstances that could happen and that could impact our business yes you're right yeah i, I think that our customer is really smart now and they can find you everywhere <laughs> yeah then uh it's it's nice it's nice if you uh if you like focus ah, I, i'm not sure about um singapore or another country but uh, live streaming also a trend for e-commerce uh, in vietnam yeah and it, some people they, they they try to um okay i know this is the trend then i know live stream is a trend so i i better stop my shopping and i go to live stream you know <laughs> what i mean right yeah <laughs> cool 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 yeah. so what are your thoughts on uh pricing to run a profitable e-commerce business like the importance of pricing oh, that's that's quite important and it's also um complicated yeah mm -hmm. so um let, let, let's talk about um the the SaaS model first uh, mm -hmm. we we you know that the pricing models um plays um broke Put on run very important run when you want to run um, a profitable e-commerce business. So in case of uh, Antento, we are a SaaS company. Our um, revenue mainly come from the subscription. Mm. Yeah, mm. and uh, and the 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 pricing strategy is quite complex because it's based on a lot of different factors just at the customer problems of like how many problems I solve for you, right? And uh, my customer uh, scalable, they are in the small, they are in middle or they are in enterprise or they are early in business, in e-commerce or they are mature, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
the solution appraise and the subscriptions. So then that does mean that when I come to to talk with them, okay, um, after you you know about our solution can help you with your problems, I offer you the the pricing structure. I need to uh, to do a lot of um, a different model. Like some people, I will offer based on the the volumes, uh, the order volumes. Some people pay on the use user. Yeah, it is all different, and I, I think for the pricing, you need to be uh, flexible and um, reasonable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, but when I'm talking in case of the brands, uh, FMCG retailers, distributors, the pricing strategies is uh, a method to setting the price for the products they are selling right so it's based on the the the, the brand name of the product right based on the the, the business model with the tire business uh, like um tire one distributor tire two tire three uh, affiliate model uh is um, with the b2c right Mm. online or offline and store chains are directly selling to the customer because they they will have the different price for different models for sure mm -hmm. that's quite complex if you're not flexible enough you will um you may have the the pricing uh war the conflict between mm. each channel yeah mm. so just uh, a follow-up question on what mm -hmm. you just shared so let's say there is a company, uh, e-commerce business that okay. wants to buy a software, like for some application, right? Whether yeah. they want to buy for their logistics, they want to buy for like pricing, they want to buy for whatever. So according to you, what is the right time frame for them to judge how much value it is bringing and how should they judge the value that it is adding to the business mm. because software vendor will say i have added like i have helped you increase sales uh, this person will say no but i did something else every software will say that i have helped you so yeah. how should a like e-commerce business owner or operator uh, like judge the value of a software mm, that's really good questions from you i think uh, it's, it's also a tricky question <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, but, you know, like, um, if you say when is the right time to, to offer the, the, the solution or to say that, okay, I'm helping you with the technology, it's, I think it's always a right time. It's always. But mm -hmm. you, you just need to know when and who adds again is very important if you know who is your customer how deep you understand about your customer like what is their business model what is their background and what they're doing and you you say like uh we i call that like when you go to the hospital you audit your your health right you check up your health it's the same thing exactly the same thing you check up their their business you check up like where are they in the in the e-commerce um uh, journey and what they want to achieve right and then when you know that okay let's say they are early stay in the business 
they have nothing, they, they don't know how to do, that's the right time for you to come as an expert to help them uh, digitalize and um, to help them build the, the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if, if after a while they are using another um, system, they be, they've been doing something by their own, but it's not uh, adapt, it, it's not, uh, it cannot follow up their business, it's also their time to come to, to talk, okay, I, I can help you to do it better, I can optimize things for you, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's always the right time. It depends on how you, you um, console, how you give the value to them. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you see the e-commerce ecosystem developing in the next three to five years in Vietnam? Well, it's, it's quite uh, positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so far, it's quite positive. You know that in general, the digitalization in Vietnam, we, 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 we've been growing rapidly in recent years. And as well as um, we are quite young people here, the, the population. So we, we adapt uh, a lot of um, trend from, from the worldwide like cutlass, uh, fintech and um, digital payment, everything we learn so fast, right? So uh, I, I, I research that in, according to the uh, report, uh, the Vietnam economic market um, and e-commerce especially values, uh, we, we forecast that to reach uh, 49 billion US dollar by 2025. And we hope that we can rank in the second in Southeast Asia. And uh, to compare with the Asia, we may be, be only below um, China and Korea. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's a uh, really uh, potential for Vietnam to hit up that, that number by um, 2029. And we, we, we um, the e commerce business. Um, and the ecosystem, we are still in early state of development. But you know, we, we have a lot of potential uh, for growth. For example, uh, a lot of the business come to, to tell me, okay, I want to do the e-commerce. I want to build the, um, the ecosystem around my e-commerce business. Can, can you help me to, to, to do, the, do that? Yeah. So I, I think that the, the e-commerce uh, economic system in Vietnam uh, together bring a lot of uh, opportunities. Um, if we can enable the, um, some key sectors to expand, and this is need a lot of help from the government, from the organization as well. So for example, uh, the logistics, we, we are really have the advance of the logistics. You may know, right? It's so close to Singapore, so close to Southeast Asia, and we also have the the, the airport and the, the sea and everything. We can do a lot of uh, business during the logistics, and um, we can do the fulfillment. I, I'm not sure in your market, but in Vietnam, it's very popular to someone to come to you to ask if you can do the fulfillment for them. For example, uh, the e-commerce uh, brands uh, from the online online seller, they will ask me, "Can you help me to uh, to do the big bag 
dispatch my order and send it to my customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it, um, the about the fulfillment service. About the digital payments. Digital payments, we are familiar with pay via the credit card, via the um, um, online banking. One minute, okay? Uh, social commerce also something trend in Vietnam. We adapt the TikTok really fast. So right now, the seller, you can do the um, uh, live stream, you can sell on TikTok shop, and even do the affiliate model on TikTok. Yeah, for example. And live streaming for sure, something really... Um, like like China and Korea, something very popular now. Infrastructure, of course, of course, if you want to expand your business, you need to have the basement of the infrastructure and apply the technology, fintech, robotics for the warehouse, something and so on. Yeah, I, I think it's quite a lot of uh, key sectors uh, that need the help from the government and the, and the um, Vietnamese organization, you, you also need to uh, learn that step by step and to, you know, uh, plan for the e-commerce. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it looks like Vietnam is like going to be the next uh, like big Southeast Asian market. I hope so. Yeah. And, yeah. And a lot of opportunity for uh, brands to sell in vietnam for software solution providers to sell to brands in vietnam uh, yeah. and a lot of infrastructure level players like 3pl providers uh, to come in and help in this so can profit from e-commerce yeah it's quite potential i think for example like the laurel from singapore they also we are close to each other so we also have laurel in vietnam and every time the big brand from singapore they want to apply the new models they will use vietnam as a trial <laughs> yeah we, we we quite um we are quite small country but uh, our young population and uh friendly with the technology and we also have wi-fi free wi-fi almost everywhere and yeah i, I think we have a lot of advance to to help us to um to roll for the e-commerce. I think, I think uh, until maybe next 10 years is in our plan. And also the government, they support a lot. Um, they they create the development for the e-commerce um, uh, digital and they training and they support uh, after the, the COVID. They, yeah, it's quite positive, I think. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, Seth, thanks a lot uh, for your time today. Uh, some great insights to learn, especially around like how uh, a brand can like kind of work well with software solution providers. I think that is a big, it's a very important insight that you talk about of how they kind of find out what are your needs and like how you can go about in a consultative manner. Also, I think uh, great to know about Vietnam. I think uh, everybody else outside stay in there. They think that their market is doing very well, but actually there are other <laughs> markets also. So it's, it's, it's really awesome to know that. So yeah. thanks a lot again.